At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your daily podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team, the Charlotte Hornets. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us once again on the HHC. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of fun topics to talk about today. LaMelo Ball underwent an MRI in San Antonio yesterday on his right wrist that he had appeared to injure in the game in L.A. against the Clippers, and it revealed that he suffered a fractured bone in his right wrist. He'll be further evaluated, but he'll be out indefinitely. This is just terrible, terrible news for this promising young rookie, uh, this team that has so much going for it right now despite the three-game losing streak. A lot of momentum, a lot of positivity around this team in this season, and a lot of it centers around LaMelo Ball. So the team's going to have to overcome it. We're going to talk about what this means for the squad in terms of trying to replace him in the interim, what it means for LaMelo Ball in his candidacy for Rookie of the Year, and also we'll talk about tonight's game against the San Antonio Spurs. Helping me out with this, my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, Rob Longo, back on the HHC. And Rob, tough, tough news. Your initial reaction to what just came down the wire just a few minutes ago. Well, I think my instant reaction is pretty much what every other Hornets fan and any other NBA fan at this point, since LaMelo has been such a rising star in the first handful of games of the season, is I'm devastated. And I don't think that's any way to sugarcoat it. I mean, anytime you have a guy that's the clear rookie of the year candidate going down with an injury, you obviously don't want to see it. It's even worse when your team is in the midst of a three-game losing streak against really stout competition against Western Conference opponents. And then you got to play a guy like Greg Popovich and his San Antonio Spurs that have been just so consistent for the last three decades. So yeah, I'm devastated. I think everybody else is. And I'm just trying to look at it as 
positive as possible. So when Devontae Graham went down with his injury early in the season, it was LaMelo Ball's chance to shine. And now with LaMelo going down with his injury, maybe it's a chance for Devontae to rekindle what he started this season and have a little bit of a resurgence and go from there. Let's stay on LaMelo for a moment. Obviously, the hope is that it, he'll be able to come back at some point. They are going to continue to evaluate him. And But in terms of his candidacy for Rookie of the Year, he has been the overwhelming favorite. And it has had a little bit less to do with statistics and more to do with his overall impact on the game. Because his overall statistics, keep in mind he didn't start at the beginning of the year. He's averaging around 16 points per game, which is solid, no doubt about it. Um, But the 20 points per game that he averaged as a starter is really what was blowing everyone out of the water and making him a complete no-brainer to be Rookie of the Year. Now we have to factor in that if he doesn't play another game this season, and there's no indication that that is going to be the case for certain, if he were not to play another game this year, he would have played the lowest percentage of his team's games to win Rookie of the Year in the history of the award. So that's an awful lot of history to overcome. The closest player to him in the competition at various times has either been Tyrese Halliburton, who's missed some time, and Anthony Edwards, who statistically speaking has not exactly blown the roof off yet. Anthony Edwards did have a a 40-plus point game. Wasn't the most efficient thing we've ever seen, but he he has had it. He's averaging, in terms of total uh, points per game, pretty close to what LaMelo has done so far. My gut is... Because the two closest competitors are on losing teams, and it's unlikely either of them is going to be able at this stage to lead their squad into the playoffs, either Halliburton for the Kings or Edwards for the Timberwolves, they're going to have to average an awful lot of points more than LaMelo Ball, in my opinion, to win the award. Obviously, I'm you know this is an instant reaction, but that's just kind of my gut. Unless Edwards can get his scoring average north of 21 points per game, I'm not sure he can take it away from Lamelo, even if Lamelo doesn't suit up again this season for the Hornets. It's one of those things where it's probably too early to tell. I mean, we just got to have this thing play out on all sides. That includes Anthony Edwards continuing what he's been able to do especially the last 10 games where he's been in double figures in his last 10. Now, two days ago, he only had 11 points, but the night before that, he had 42 points. Now, in that 11-point game, he did have 10 rebounds, but he also had seven turnovers. So it's kind of been some jackal and high played for him the last couple of games. And on the other side, too, keep in mind, Lamelo's going to get second, third, fourth, fifth opinions probably. He might come back. I mean, fingers crossed. Let's be optimistic here that we get some better news from some other doctors. And maybe he does end up coming back for maybe a later portion of the season. Or if the Hornets are able to push into the playoffs, maybe even a playoff run. So it's still too early to tell. The instant reaction on my side of things that I look at is maybe we have a rookie of the year situation like we did last season where Zion Williamson had a really good start to his rookie campaign, but it didn't start until after the calendar year because of that injury that he had. So maybe it's a situation where John Morant ends up playing more games. And in this case, it's going to be Anthony Edwards, or maybe LaMelo Ball is able to come back and he ends up being the anti-Zion Williamson and ends up getting the rookie of the year award anyways. I like the comparison because that's the one that came to my mind as well with Zion missing a lot of games and John Morant getting the award. But the takeaway for me from that one is that John Morant affected winning 
for Memphis. They were ninth in the Western Conference, which was just as loaded last year as it is this year. Maybe not just as loaded because uh, obviously the, the Warriors were just in free fall with all the injuries they suffered a season ago. But it was a very deep conference, and I think John Morant affecting winning probably gave him the edge if there was an argument to be made for Zion catching up because he was so spectacular in the limited time he was on the floor. And I think that has been the most impressive thing about LaMelo. You know, he has had some great statistical nights. The triple-double, youngest ever to do it, that is an incredible achievement. But what's been most impressive about LaMelo Ball this entire season has very little to do with statistics. It's had to do with his impact on the game, his impact on the way this team plays, how quickly the ball moves. His assist numbers have been great. If we included hockey assists, it'd be off the charts. He has just impacted winning in a way very few rookies can. And it's been, in my opinion, the most impressive thing about LaMelo. Hopefully it's something that we'll get to experience again this season. But overall... Just get well soon, LaMelo. Get get that wrist right. Do it in whatever time it takes that makes it happen appropriately. And certainly, again, the best in the business, Joe Sharp, running the health and training staff for the Hornets. Uh, every confidence in him and his team uh, that LaMelo, when the time is right, when he's fully healed, he'll be back at 100%. LaMelo Ball, that's the uh, latest news. The Hornets had an MRI done in San Antonio on LaMelo Ball's right wrist. It revealed a fractured bone in that wrist, and he will be out indefinitely as he is further evaluated. So what do the Hornets do moving forward? How do they fill in for the wonder rookie in the starting lineup? What does this mean for this team as they move through the rest of this road trip and through the rest of the second half of the season? We'll get into that as we roll along here on the Hornets Hivecast. Buzz City, it's time to return to the Hive. There are a limited number of socially distanced tickets available for each game. Fans can expect enhanced cleaning and disinfection procedures and an upgraded ventilation system at Spectrum Center because the health and safety of the team, staff, and guests is the top priority at the Hive. Join us when the Hornets fly again Friday, April 26th at 8 p.m. as the Hornets host the defending Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat. Tickets on sale now at Hornets.com. Sam Farber. Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. Some devastating news yesterday. LaMelo Ball had an MRI on his right wrist. It revealed a fractured bone, and he will be out indefinitely. Looking at how this team moves forward, you know, the season doesn't end because a player got injured, even one with as much promise and as much potential as LaMelo Ball. This team's goals still exist, and they're still very attainable of making the postseason. And obviously, if they do, the longer they play, the more time there is for LaMelo Ball to recover and get the benefit of playoff experience, which is something we would all love to see. So how do they fill the gap? You know, we were talking about, I think, around the All-Star break, Rob, how the injuries that have been the most difficult to overcome for the Hornets have not been the guards, because both Rozier and Graham have been hurt at different times and missed games, and Gordon Hayward, too, from the wing position. It's been when P.J. Washington or Cody Zeller's been out because they're just not as deep at those spots. So as devastating as this is in terms of ability to you know fill the gap and get back out there and still compete at a high level, this is, quite frankly, a little bit easier, I would say, because there are more healthy, experienced bodies for the Hornets to tap into. 
Exactly. You had a guy like Devontae Graham that was the starter this season. He started 25 of the 31 games when he's been healthy. And this is, again, kind of his time to shine. Last year, he was the man. He had to average 18 points a game on this team. In a reserve role, his scoring production has been down a little bit, but that's because he's been taking four fewer shots on average per game. Last year, he attempted 15 field goals per game. This year, he's at about 11 and a half, and the production has dropped five points. That's probably about what you would expect. So I think that his shot volume is able to increase here the next couple of games with LaMelo out. I don't see any reason that he can increase that average like he did last season. No doubt about it. And I think that is... You know, we, we we always look for silver linings and losses, no matter how devastating they are. This is pretty devastating, but the silver lining is you do have Devontae Graham, who is able to come in and has already demonstrated he can average close to 20 points per game if he's getting the shot volume that would allow him to. And if you just give him LaMelo Ball's shot volume from his time as a starter, he's right there. So I think he'll have a little less shooting this year than he did last year because Gordon Hayward still got added to this roster. So this team is more talented in 2021 than they were in 2020. And that's to everyone's benefit. But Devontae Graham is certainly someone who the Hornets have seen, had great performances in the past, and is certainly capable of doing it here and keeping the Hornets on track for their first playoff berth in a handful of seasons. Other injury news that we got yesterday, uh, before LaMelo Ball's update, he was actually listed probable one point in the day, um, but Cody Zeller was ruled out again with the shoulder injury, and that's still a tough one to overcome because San Antonio does have a good big in Jakob Pertl, and even though he is not quite the same type of center as the ones that have really given the Hornets problems. He is certainly capable of doing so. So Cody Zeller will be out as well. LaMelo Ball will be out. And Terry Rozier is listed as probable with a hip contusion. But injuries sadly starting to build for this Hornets team, Rob. And it's probably at the worst time imaginable. Not only are you on this lengthy road trip, you're away from home and you might not have all of the amenities that you might have at Spectrum Center. Obviously, you still are in the NBA, so you definitely have top-notch facilities. But there's that little bit of a comfort level at that point, too. You don't get to maybe see your your home doctor and that sort of stuff. But not only that, I mean, we're only a couple of days away from the trade deadline, too. Now, you did have Rick Pinnell on uh, the Hornets Hivecast a few days ago, and he talked about how Mitch Kupchak is, historically speaking, not an active general manager at the trading deadline, but this certainly cannot make his job any easier right now when you potentially have LaMelo Ball out for what is being reported as the rest of the season. And then you have a guy like Cody Zeller where your five spot on the floor has been the position with the least amount of depth the entire season. And now all of a sudden Cody Zeller's missing a couple games and you don't have much time to make a decision. Now, the good news is you do have that open roster spot if you have to facilitate anything in terms of being a third team in a deal. So there's definitely some viable options there, but definitely the timing could be better. I mean, obviously it's not a good time to lose anybody to injury at any point, but this definitely does not help. No, the the injury doesn't help. I would say, you know, I don't know how much has really changed from a trade deadline perspective because the quote-unquote temporary replacement for LaMelo Ball is already there and Devontae Graham, and you can't get much better than that for a team that needs to replace the runaway leader for Rookie of the Year at this stage. And the center position 
situation is essentially the same thing it's been all year long. You know, the team came into the year knowing that uh, they were not as deep at center as they are at other positions, and that's still the case. So uh, I don't know how much has really changed from that perspective, but uh, as I said two days ago when talking to Rick, or three days ago, or however many days ago it was now, when talking to Rick Bunnell, in, in Mitch we trust, and he has been one of the best general managers in the game for a couple of decades now. He has pulled all the right levers putting this team together and trying to get it back on track and back into the postseason, and I have every faith in him, but just immediate reaction. I'm not sure how much this injury necessarily is going to change whatever the Hornets had planned in terms of uh, their their level of involvement approaching the trade deadline. Game day today, Hornets taking on the Spurs, second and final meeting of the regular season between these two teams. Hornets dropped the first one by 12 at Spectrum Center in another game where they had significant injury issues. We're going to talk about this one when we return here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, be sure to download the Hornets app on your mobile device. The Hornets app is your access to all new features and exclusive content, including the new game day experience for every game this season. Hornets in San Antonio to take on the Spurs tonight, trying to get a little revenge for a previous defeat this season at Spectrum Center on a very odd game. It was the last one before the Hornets had to shut down for a while due to health and safety protocols because... The Spurs, immediately after the game, had a bunch of players test positive, or a bunch of personnel test positive, I should say. That was an oddity after that one. Before we found out about the the test from the Spurs side, the Hornets were extremely shorthanded for that one. They gave a good fight, uh, ended up losing 122-110 to after being outscored by 21 in the second quarter by the Spurs, but they were extremely shorthanded that game. Gordon Hayward didn't play because of lower back soreness. P.J. Washington and the Martin brothers all had to sit for health and safety protocols. So this team was without its biggest free agent acquisition and was without its starting power forward. They had a starting lineup of Miles Bridges, Cody Zeller, Devontae Graham, LaMelo Ball, and Terry Rozier. And I think Devontae Graham went out, if I'm not mistaken, with his knee injury in that game as well. So they were even more shorthanded. So I don't know that you can go back and look at that game and say, well, this is one where everything is exactly the same coming into uh, the next game coming up here tonight against the Spurs. This is one you really can't take a whole lot of stock in because Charlotte was up 33-17 after the first quarter. And then Devontae, you were right, Devontae did go out with that knee injury. He ended up only playing 19 minutes. So that shortened the bench to only a seven-player rotation And the Spurs took advantage, and give them credit, they put up 47 points in the second quarter, outscoring the Hornets by 21 points in that frame, and that's pretty much the ball game right there. I mean, Charlotte was able to come back and outscore the Spurs in the third quarter, but just ran out of too much gas in that fourth quarter with such a short bench. And you had guys like DeJounte Murray going off for 26 points. Derek White as well had 25. So it was a cumulative effort by the Spurs. Now, obviously, it doesn't help that Cody Zeller is out going into this game tonight because he did end up having a double-double against the Spurs the first time around. But Terry Rozier had a really good game. He had 33 points. LaMelo Ball had 17 points. He did end up being a minus 17. He ended up with a double-double as well. So now that you take those two pieces out, you do add Gordon Hayward back in the mix. And one of the things that we were probably going to talk about before the LaMelo news broke today was about the great defensive play as of late by Cody Martin, who's just been a really good job 
getting inserted into those clutch times when the Hornets really need to stop defensively, guarding whoever he needs to on the other team and coming up with those stops. So Cody Martin coming back, don't underestimate what he's able to do against a very good Greg Popovich team in the Spurs because like I mentioned on our halftime segment, and I think I mentioned it in postgame the other night too, was the Spurs don't turn the ball over. They average, I think, about 10 or 11 turnovers per game, by far the fewest in the league. So you're not going to get a lot of stops on them that way. You're going to have to D up. Like Gordon mentioned in his postgame press conference the other day, you got to make some shots so your defense can get set and vice versa. So that's probably going to be one of the bigger issues tonight or one of the bigger factors if the Hornets want to pick up a win. I think for me, the, the biggest factor is even though this is devastating news with LaMelo Ball, the Hornets are healthier this time taking on the Spurs than they were the last time. And the way San Antonio, at least this edition of them, gets you, it's not that their top players, you know, DeMar DeRozan, is so overwhelmingly better than anyone else's. He's an extremely good player. He's one of my favorites in the league. I'm, I'm not saying this is a slight to him. But the way the Spurs have maintain their status as a playoff team in the Western Conference, as tough as it is, is how deep they are. And the fact that, as you mentioned, they just don't make mistakes. They don't turn the ball over. They turned it over nine times the first time they took on the Hornets, who shorthanded turned it over 20 times. And that was basically a big part of why the team lost. But another big thing is just how deep they are. You can do a good job on DeMar DeRozan, and DeJounte Murray will go for 26 points and 12 rebounds on you. You know, you look up and down the roster, they got Rudy Gay, who is a great scorer in his NBA career. He's coming off the bench for this team. Derek White went for 25 points against the Hornets in the first meeting. So I think the fact that Charlotte is healthier overall heading into this one than they were the first time the two teams met gives more reason for hope. And also just that bunker mentality, that us against the world, that don't drop the sword mindset that the Hornets have put forth. They take after their head coach, James Borrego, all those things he says, those mantras, they work. The team has adopted them. And I think Charlotte's going to come out there and fight for their rookie, quite frankly. I think we're going to see Devontae Graham, you know, kind of step into the huddle, the veteran backup quarterback, and just take over. And he certainly has over the course of his young career already. So I think there's every faith in his abilities. And I think we're going to see a very spirited effort from the Hornets tonight against San Antonio. 8.30 tip time for this one. Catch all the action beginning with the pregame show on our flagship station, WFNZ. You can also watch the game on Fox Sports Southeast. Rob, a tough day to uh, do a podcast, but appreciate you being here and changing topics on the fly for this one as the Hornets got the bad news of a wrist fracture for their rookie LaMelo Ball. Of course, and you always know where to find me and I think talking through this has been a little therapeutic for me. I feel a little bit better now that I've been able to talk through and process this news that we've gotten and getting a lot of faith in Devontae Graham. I, I like your positivity. It's helping me. Hopefully it's helped all of you out there as well. We're, we're rooting for the rookie to get back healthy as quickly as possible. Best in the business, Joe Sharp running the Hornets staff in that department. Every faith in them. And hey, the sun's going to rise. The team's going to play. And hopefully 
LaMelo Ball will be back on the floor before we know it, and hopefully the Hornets can maintain their standing and their trajectory as a playoff team in 2021. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Join us again tomorrow. We'll be breaking down tonight's game against the San Antonio Spurs. Till next time, for my producer and guest today, Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us here on the Hornets Hivecast and in the words of LaMelo Ball. Thank you. Have a good day. Wear your mask. Thanks for listening to the Hornets Hivecast. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.